Joining me today is mindset coach, running coach, and host of the Show Up Society podcast, Tammy Bennett. Tammy has been coaching runners for over 12 years and loves taking what she learns from her athletes and using it to help people people show up for themselves, even in the tiniest way, so they can achieve their goals. So time is of the essence, so let's get started. Hola creators, I'm Jacinia Bocanera, founder of Focus and Bloom Studios. I'm a photographer turned marketing strategist who took a leap of faith, moved over 3,000 miles away from home with one camera and one heavy suitcase filled with dreams. If you're a creative soul and dream maker, this podcast is for you. Here I share actionable tips and tactics on marketing, business, and mindset to help you grow and up-level your business with purpose and lots of joy, one action item at a time. Get comfortable and let's get started. This is the Focus and Bloom Podcast. Tammy, welcome to the Focus and Bloom Podcast. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. I am so glad that you um, that we were able to connect on Facebook. And when you told me about when I started looking about your information and seeing that you are uh, you're a runner's co- you're a runner coach and you're a mindset coach, and then I that's. So that I already connected with that. Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah. so today we're going to be talking about my, um, about burnout. But before we dive into that, can you tell me a little bit about you and what got you started? Yeah, so I was a runner my whole life. I started competing when I was nine or 10, and I competed all the way through high school and college and even on a post-collegiate team for a little bit. And I just, uh, I love running. I love being around it. And so then when my body was kind of like no longer really able to compete, I got started in coaching. Um, my husband is also a runner. We met on the college team. Uh, he also, you know, was on the post-collegiate team. And so then we had kids and they enjoyed running. I think maybe they didn't have a chance, right? With two runner parents. Um, and so they started running for their school and I said, I would love to help coach. And so the first year I just was like a volunteer assistant. And then after that, it just took off. I just really loved doing it. I loved being a part of uh, encouraging people and showing them that they could do more than they ever thought was possible. Um, And so that's how I became a running coach. And then over the years, I started helping. Yeah, it's so cool, right? It's so, and it's fun to coach youth because they're still like, they're not warped yet. They don't think running is terrible yet. And they think like that sports are fun and it's playful. And I love getting to them when they're that age. Um, and I also was coaching women at the time, women who had brand new babies. And so what I realized in a lot of my coaching was that most of what I was doing was really mindset work. It was just helping them believe in themselves. And that to me was more important than what, how many speed runs you were doing at the track, right? I mean, that's important too, to get your body ready, but it's so important too, to get your mind ready and to know that you can accomplish things. And so I have started, uh, you know, really adding that to my business and focusing a lot on the mindset part because I have so much fun helping people see what's possible. That is so wonderful. And I, I think that mixing business and that and, and athleticism is such a great combo because like you mentioned, it is really mindset. It's mindset that you can sprint whatever you can sprint or that you can run a marathon. We'll get to mm-hmm. that later. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just so I'm really excited for this. I love running. I used to be a swimmer, a competitive swimmer, swimmer when I was younger. So I I can totally relate to this idea of being in that right mindset to to achieve whatever goal that you have set in place. So yeah, 
how do you, you know, you how do you connect coaching athletes to coaching business owners? How how does that translate for you in the practice? I love that question. Um, well, to me, I really think that sports can translate to anything in life because, you know, in sports and in b- owning a business, you have a big goal and then you have kind of smaller goals to get you there, right? So both of them, you're really just breaking down for me, the way I treat it is you're just breaking down a big goal into smaller pieces. And you know, you have all these landmarks along the way. And it's the same for business or no matter what sport you are, there's going to be certain kind of landmarks and goals uh, to get you to there. And I think athletes and business owners are both goal oriented, which I love. They're both really hardworking. Um, they both are hard on themselves sometimes. All of us humans are, right? And so I think that that's a really good component of mindset that I work on too, is to tell a business owner, like, look, this performance, you know, like with me for coaching runners, it was a race. For business owners, it might be a launch of a new product or a new special or whatever. It might not go as great as you want, but you're going to be okay. And that's just kind of how it goes. So it's, you know, for both my athletes and business owners, we deal with a little bit of like, what happens if the performance isn't as great as you wanted. Um, but yeah, so that those are the biggest things, but a lot of the same mindset to own a business and to be an athlete. I love this. And I remember I, a few years ago, I trained for a, a sprint triathlon and it was the mm-hmm. first time I did it. Uh, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really good swimmer and mm-hmm. I'm an okay runner, still considerably slow for the majority, but still fine. Uh, okay. I'm a terrible biker, like really okay. bad. <laughs> On top of that, I had a really heavy bike. So okay. that did not help. <laughs> yeah. So like when you look at the stats, my swimming, I was in the top 10 of my age and then yeah. the running, eh, sort of, but the biking, I was almost like third to last. <laughs> it yeah. was terrible, yeah. but you know what? Like I did it. And then, but before doing that, you, you know, you have to organize, you have to plan, you have to train and it's, you know, little by little, like little tiny goals. If, if you know that you have to three big goals, like for example, the triathlon, you have like the swimming, the running and the mm-hmm. biking. It's like, okay, goal number one, let's tackle this. Now right. let's tackle the f- following one. And then you can like build up on it as opposed to just getting this really big goal that might seem unachievable when in reality it can be. Um, right. And, and yeah, I just love that. I love that correlation. Yeah. And you know, can, can I interrupt you? Absolutely. Uh, what I was just going to say about that, it was really cool. Like, so your swimming is amazing. Your biking needs work. But what's cool about that is you can work on that biking. And so imagine how great your triathlon will be next time when that biking has gotten a lot better. And it's the same in business. You might have some skills that you're really amazing at. Keep those rolling. Keep them practicing. Keep them going. And then those skill set that you're not so good at, when you work on that, imagine the whole growth of your business when you work on those parts where you're a little bit weaker or not performing as well. Yes. And like, for example, uh, so I'm, I'm, professionally side speaking I'm a photographer and I've mm-hmm. been a photographer for over 10 years and you know the first thing when it comes to business is like I don't want to do the business part that's not fun I want to photograph and that's all I want to do great right. fine but mm-hmm. if you're serious about having a business the business part is part of it and right. I remember one one um when I did a, an internship the the lead photographer said business or running a bis- running a photography business is 90% business and 10% shooting. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I totally get that. I totally get that because, you know, you need to have a structure so that you can get the clients. Right. And, you know, and, and this sort of, sort of a segue to, to towards my next question and, and like in, in regards to 
being burned out because at the very beginning, you know, we're starting off just wearing a thousand hats and we're doing a whole lot of things. And it's sort of like we're training, training for that triathlon. We have a lot of things where some of them were really good at, some of them were okay. And others were like, not so much. And that's where we're starting. We, we really need to listen to, to how we feel about each portion of our business and then uh, determine what is the next best mood at move. And whether or not you need to like hire somebody for or subcontract somebody for one particular thing. But in the beginning, right. we tend to do a lot of things and being burned out is one of the things that typically happen. So why, you know, why does this happen in the first place? Why do we allow such a thing to happen? Yeah, um, I made notes so I don't ramble too much. But so there's a couple of like main reasons where I see why people get burned out. And one is we put too much pressure on every step of the process. So let's say if you are a business owner and you have a springtime launch and you put all the pressure, like my whole business is going to depend on this one launch. And that's just not true. So it's just, that's just one step in all the different launches we're going to do throughout the year. Um, and so that's one reason is we just put so much pressure on this one part and think that every part of it has to be successful. And another reason why we get burnout is because if something doesn't go well, we make it mean something about us, or we think that something has gone wrong. And it's like, no, just sometimes things don't go well. But we take that to mean like, oh, I'm not a good business owner, or my business is going to fail, nothing's ever going to work. Um, another one is we don't celebrate the little wins along the way. We just kind of forget to take a moment and be like, whoa, I did that really well. And so we're never, we're never feeding ourselves with like the positivity and the good stuff that we're doing. We're just always, you know, trying to get more to get more instead of knowing like, this is what we've already done. This is amazing. Um, another one is we are in a rush to get there. We, we think that a setback means that we're never going to get to the goal and we just want to get it now and we want to get it this month and we want to hit that revenue goal and we want to get this X number of clients instead of just saying it's all coming. It's all on its way. We're just going to keep going and keep going. And then the last one is I think we tie our personal worth to how productive and how busy we are. There's so many things on the internet, like, you know, I work 15 hours a day and this and this. And you just think that like, if you're not exhausting yourself, then you're not doing it right. And that's just something that we all need to change. Absolutely. I, I love the, uh, I believe that if you can get the job done in less than 40 hours, um, and I'm using 40 hours because that's the standard in the United States of your full-time job. You know, if you can get the job done in less than 40 hours, then great. Use the, the remaining into something that's productive for self-care. Just, you know, something that is makes you happy, really. But um, it's it's very, um, I'm glad that you mentioned that about not celebrating the little wins. And, and really, those little wins do make a huge, huge difference. Because, you know, it's, think about it in, in one day. You have, you start your day, you have, you know, your to-do list and you have 10 things that you want to do and you end up doing three. Well, you know, you might think, oh, I didn't do the whole thing that I needed to do, but you did three and you did these three that were important. So now the next day you can tackle the remaining things and then you can, you know, reassess and re uh, reassess so, so that you know what is your priority and then you can focus that and then move on to your whatever it is your your next next task is. When you do some type of sport, we're always told to listen to our body, especially to avoid injuries. So how can we listen to our body when it comes to being burned out? Is there a way that, what, what, what can we do? How can we do this? 
Yeah, I love this question so much. Um, I've never heard anybody ask this, so I, I love it so much. <laughs> I think one thing is just to start being really aware and just to start kind of checking in with yourself every day and just how am I feeling? And, you know, when there are certain tasks that you're putting off in your business and you just like really don't want to do it and like, oh, I don't feel like doing it, just stop for just a second and just say, is this because I mentally don't want to do it because it feels hard or complicated? Or is this physical? Like, am I just really physically drained? And then trusting yourself to come up with the right answer because you're, you know, your body knows. And if you ask it, like, is this physical or is this mental? Your body will give you the right answer. You just have to trust that you're going to have the right answer. And so let's say if you, you know, we're supposed to go meet a client and you're, and it's really cold and you're just like have a headache and you just feel aching. You don't want to do it. If it really is a physical thing, then knowing that it's going to be okay if you maybe reschedule and then you're going to show up on a different day so much better and so much better with that client and interacting way better than if you just kind of like pushed yourself through it and didn't feel well and didn't represent yourself as good as you could have. Um, and so if you are feeling, if you, if your body says, I'm really run down, I need a little bit of a break and you trust it, maybe just let yourself do other productive tasks that don't require so much physical energy, right? So maybe you sit at home with a lot of fluids and you do something on your computer that's not like interactive with clients where you don't have to be on and, you know, like all of your energy, a low energy task. And just say, this is okay. There are going to be days when I need to take low energy, not beat yourself up about it. But so just really checking in when you're feeling that like, Ugh, I don't want to do this and just see. And if it's mental, then you got to work on that part of it. But that's separate, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. an active rest day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it exactly. Is. Yeah. And, you know, in, for example, in, in my case, I work a lot in front of the computer. And one of the things that I know that I've, I've noticed a huge difference is my just my eyes get so tired after a mm -hmm. certain amount of times. You know, little things like taking every 15 minutes, just look away, uh, walk, stand up, walk around. I work from home and a lot of us are doing so and have been doing so for the past year. Walk around right. the house, go to the yard. If you, you know, if you don't want to go out, if it's raining or just walk around the house, stretch, just move your body. And that sort of like revitalizes you a little bit, but definitely pay super close attention to how you're feeling. Um, because then if we're ignoring that, then a lot of other things can, can sort of like, uh, like create this domino effect. Maybe you're not, you start not eating right. You start not sleeping. You start just feeling uh, uh, yucky. Um, so definitely we need to pay attention because um, if we're not a hundred percent or if we're not in at our best, then it's, it's going to come across um, your, that energy is going to come across wherever you, you are, you know, being present, whether it's you need to meet a client and you're not feeling so great or just like low energy, it's going to come across and then you're not going to get the result that you're, that you're looking for because you need that. You need to replenish. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. And I love the idea about what you said about getting up and walking around. I even do dance breaks sometimes. So I will literally oh, nice. put my alarm on to do like every 35, 40 minutes um, sometimes every hour and I just get up and I literally just like dance a little bit to a song. And then I, and then I, that just rejuvenates you a little bit. And then you have that energy and that like excitement and fun. So I love that. That you oh, said that's to so fun. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. do the dancing part. I usually yeah. don't, I just walk around, but like, I'm yeah. going to do the dancing. <laughs> Joy, okay, it might be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love dancing. <laughs> so, um, how can we, so, so we talked about ways that we can, that, you know, we need to listen to our body for sure. Mm -hmm. So how, 
we know this. Now, how can we avoid this? Um, what tips or new routines? You mentioned dancing, but new, what other new routines can we practice to avoid being burned out? One thing I really like to do is every morning when I wake up before I get started on my work, I have a little routine that I do in a journal. Um, and it is, I write down my goal, my, my big fat goal for the year. And then I write um, why I am the person to do it. No, I'm sorry. I write my why. So why do I want this goal? What is it that I want to feel at the end of the year when I've accomplished this? Because usually goals, if you dig down deep enough, it's just really tied to a feeling that we want to have. So I'm remembering my goal. I'm remembering my why. Why am I doing all this hard stuff? Oh, it's because I want to feel this at the end of the year. For me, it's to empower myself. Um, and then I write down what it is about me that will be able to accomplish this. To, and what I usually write down for me personally is uh, I'm funny, I'm caring, I'm really committed, I'm determined and hardworking, and I like to have fun. And then I write what I'm going to do today to get me closer. And it's not things like, oh, I'm going to decide what color the font is on my website. That's not going to get you clients, right? Not like directly. I'm talking about like direct actions that are going to get me a step closer to that big goal. And I do that every day. And what that does is it helps you not do get stuck in all this busy work. And it helps you remember like, oh, what is the big thing that I can do today, no matter what, that's going to get me closer to this goal. And if we're always kind of focusing on what's really going to matter and not all that little busy work that might not even matter at all, it's going to help us stay like not get burned out because we're not spending all our time on energy on these little things that don't matter. And it helps us remember our why. If we remember that, then it makes it so much more worth it, right? So that's one. Another one I like to do is at the end of the day, I call it my did it list. And I write down like some big things that I did instead of that to do list. I mean, those are important too. And I believe me, I have a lot of those, but the did it <laughs> list, do. right? Don't we? Yeah. Yeah. The, did it, the did it list is so cool. Cause then you're like, holy moly, I did way more today than I thought I did. And you kind of touched on that earlier. You know, like if you do the three tasks out of 10, then you can focus like I did three of those major things for my business. That's amazing. So those are like the two top kind of routines that I have. And that takes into account like the celebrating the wins and no that our productivity is not tied to our worth. We're just making progress on our, on our big goal. I love this. I think I, I, I'm actually going to ask you to repeat those three questions that you sure. do in your journal, because I think that's very powerful. Uh, a mm -hmm. lot of people, and I've been, I, I'm one of them have <laughs> been doing this. Uh, sometimes we grab our phone and just go on like work mode or check your email, check social media. No, yes. put it aside. take a moment for you. So can mm -hmm. you repeat those three questions that you use in your journal? I think those are very sure. powerful. So I write down the goal first, and then you have the three questions. Why am I doing this? Like, what is it that you want, right? So why? And then why I'm the right person to get it done. And you just list your qualities about like how you're a hard worker, that kind of thing. So you have why are you doing it? Why are you the right person to get it done? And what is one thing that you're going to do today to make it happen? And some people I know they write down like three things that they're going to do. For me, I write down one major one. Um, because then a lot of times I'll do more than that. But one thing that you're going to do today to directly get you closer to that goal. It's been really powerful for me. It is. And it definitely, it, it's, it really is mindset. It's really just retraining your brain and, and shifting things from the, oh, I didn't do this. Oh, wait, I did this. So I'm, yes. I'm one step closer. I love that did it list. Uh, yeah. I know that a lot of, if, if um, I'm like, I'm Enneagram 7, but wing three so I'm like okay. all over the place and organized which right. is funny <laughs> I identify so I, with that 
<laughs> I feel so much joy just writing this list and then crossing it, even if it's just yes. something that I just did and I could cross it. It just feels so great. But having right. that did it list, like, yeah, you yeah. got it. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yes, you were going to say something. No, I was just going to say, and then like on the down days or when you're feeling burnout or, or like on those active recovery days that we were talking about, I think that's a great time to go back over all those to did it, the did it lists and to see like, whoa, I've done like, maybe this is why I'm tired. Cause look at all these like 800 things that I've done so far this year in my business. And it's, so it's a good time to just kind of reflect. And if you have it all written down in front of you, it's easy to go back and look and see like, oh, okay, this is why I'm feeling a little tired today. It's all good. I love that because that, that's actually my next question was like, what can we do if this happens? And I love mm. that you having that to that did it list. And, you know, when when you feel burned out and you feel like you're just depleted of energy, going through that list will sort of like pump you up because, you know, yes. like, OK, I did this. It's sort of like a pat on your back or the shoulder. Like, you yeah. got this. <laughs> yeah. We, and we it's so funny. That. Yeah. And I love how you call it active recovery because that's what I call in sports too. Like, you know, so for runners, like maybe they're going to have a day off, but a lot of times on that day off, they'll do an easy bike ride or they'll go for a walk or they'll go for an easy swim. Um, they'll go to yoga or stretching something a little bit easier. So they're recovering, but they're still doing something. And that's what I love about, you know, what I was just saying is if you do take that downtime, to really go over what you've accomplished, go over your wins and just let all that hard work absorb and just like refresh you. I call it sit in the glow, just sit in the glow and look back at like all that I have done for my business and all the ways that I've moved forward. And then you're so recharged the next day to get back up and get going again. I love sit in the glow. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> this is so great. Oh my goodness. I think we, I would love to continue having like, I would continue to dive into more of this because it's sports and business and mindset. I think that it, it's just the perfect piece to the puzzle. I love yeah, it. You're right. Um, I really appreciate that you taking the time to chat with me and go over these really great and powerful tips. But now it's time to go into the lightning round, which is okay. a series of questions, totally random, not business related, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so are you ready? They're very easy. I'm ready. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> All right. Peanut butter or Nutella? Oh, peanut butter. Crunchy, actually. A <laughs> hundred burpees or running a marathon? Marathon, baby, all the way. <laughs> me too. I haven't done it yet. I've done a half, but I'm like, give me one marathon over a hundred burpees. Even For one. sure. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. <laughs> what is your favorite vacation spot? Oh, the coast of Oregon, actually. I'm in Oregon now and we have beautiful beaches and I love going there so much. Oh. But any beach, I'll take any beach. Any beach? Yeah, cool. Yeah, show me the ocean. <laughs> We're getting, well, I don't know how the weather is in Oregon, but at least in North Carolina, it starts to feel more springy. So I'm looking forward to the beach weather. Yes. <laughs> and, okay, this is a tricky one. What's your non-superpower power? Oh, this is a good one. I think encouraging others. I love so much to just help other people believe in themselves. I love it. Love it. And final question, where can okay. people connect with you? Okay. Um, I also have a podcast. It's called the show up society podcast because I help people show up for themselves so they can get their big goals and also Instagram at show up society. 
Wonderful. Tammy, thank you so very much. I'm going to be, we're going to include some really good show notes and, and, um, snippets of today's interview on focusandbloomstudios.com slash show notes. So you can always check that out. Make sure to subscribe. Tammy, thank you so very much for taking the time to join me today on the Focus and Bloom podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And you asked great questions. This was so fun. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much and take care until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusandbloomstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.